little bit of the bubbly. The Monday Night Messiah. For the love of God, stay away from the different dance. Podcast. My name is PC Tony. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of the Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the other half of the world's greatest tag team. Never. It's him. It is him. That man doth be a scientist and a former architect. It's DPP. It's science. I mean, I'm still an architect. Just adding more. Mm-hmm. Really practicing that now? I mean, what's practice? Talk about practice? Do really? You want me to play this? I do. <laughs> we sitting here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. All right, I can't shout out to uh, Three Man Weave before I bring in. Oh, I just did. Before I bring in the third member of this funky fresh bunch he is the one and only aj balaz and he is oh so phenomenal always and forever even siri likes to go whenever we say aj balaz two words phenomenal it just comes naturally but really with the practice thing i'm the one that actually could watch alan iverson from how close i am to philly On the (laughs) airwaves, I've said this story many a times, but I was very much so privileged to sit, like, on the court to watch Allen Iverson drop 60 against the Milwaukee Bucks, and it is, he's the most athletic freak I've ever seen in person. The guy went end-to-end in, like, 2.7 seconds, consistently and constantly. Oh, yeah, he was always a fun watch to always tune into. Yeah, yeah he beat he was a ass. jerk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ruined our shot at the championship. He was a damn good player, though. R- ridiculously good. I think he's underrated as a teammate. Not every person needs to be there to practice. Everybody leads in a different way. There's different things. You knew who that team was. They built it around him. Just think, if he would have had a little bit better of an inside scoring presence from that team, and that's not on him. So, I mean. What are you going to do? The guy averaged 35 and 10. <laughs> Probably pulled down five rebounds and had five steals most games. So, mm-hmm. And we in here talking about practice. Practice. You know what they do at practice? They stretch before the game. They stretch before the practice. At practice, they get loosened up. Let's get loosened up. What you drinking? Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Pour my beer down the sink. I've got more in the trunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. And I'm going to be drunk till the next time I'm drunk. So, just a piece of advice for the first time. And we've been playing that song for a long time. That only works if you're in cold weather because if it's hot outside and like it is today here where we are i would imagine 
it can't be much cooler where you are. Mm-hmm. And you have beer in the trunk? I don't know that I'm that interested, and I need it that much, if the beer is 97 degrees. Yeah. I mean, maybe if it's in a Yeti, you know, some, put some ice in there. You know, might be all right. Get one of those that plugs into the cigarette lighter that's a, you know, keeps it refrigerated or whatever. Hey. Who sells cars that have cigarette fucking lighters in them anymore? <laughs> They'll do. They'll still do. Most of them just have a regular old fucking plug nowadays. Yeah. Or a USB, USB port. Yeah, or a USB, USB port, yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right, well, I got a classic two-hearted ale from Bell's. It's got the fish on it. I do have some broken skull in the in the fridge, so that those have been my two mainstays. Uh, DP, what you got going on over yonder, A? Got a uh, Smirnoff orange-flavored vodka with some uh, Mexican pineapple soda going on in here. Uh, in the fancy Sazen's glass, uh, you know, dreaming of days shout at out. the State Fair. So shout out to Sazen's yeah. local oh, favorite. 100. Summerfest. Yeah. Great uh, great restaurant right down there in Tulsa. All right. The man with the best hair of the podcast. Maybe the best hair ever on the podcast. Although, if you've seen the Mike Man lately, he's got yeah, longer uh, hair than AJ right now. Oh, boy. Might have some competition. Remember when he used to look like Dirk Nowitzki back in the day? Yeah. He's he's got it grown out that he's got it grown out longer than that right now. Wow. wow. Yeah, shout out to the Mike Man. Nice. We've had a couple we've had a couple of garage drinking sessions. So. <laughs> after dark PWI after darks and Yeah, we know. never get there. We play a game of cribbage and watch UFC or something and <laughs> get Uber Eats. So Alright. AJ, what do we got going on over there? I seen the glass. Yeah, we're 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 taking a a phenomenal turn from the basic Balaz. Instead of Jack Daniels and Coke, we're actually doing Jack Daniels and Sprite. Uh, un- unlike uh, Tunny with Jim Cornette, I-, I like my Sprite, and it's pretty good. Well, that's DP. That's Grant Hill and Sprite. D- that's Grant Hill and Sprite. Grant and fuck Hill. Jim Cornette. Suck and that's what you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> DP, let's let everybody know what's happening this week on the podcast known as DWI. Well, well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. Sheet. Sheet. He, big Show was back. Yeah. He was. That's nice. It's nice little he surprises. Fought a, he, he fought a gigantic ninja. <laughs> Well, he stood up to a gigantic ninja. Yeah. Jesus. Well, that guy's big. Yeah. A big ninja. Who the hell is he? Yeah. yeah. Seven three. Something like that. <laughs> I don't think he did. Hey, let's put him with Akira Tozawa because we really need to get over how tall he is. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the DWI podcast, uh, the first topic we're going to talk about, we really don't want to, but it's happening, so we need to talk about it. Uh, coronavirus is going to hit the NXT that we're going to hit that secondly. Will Christian wrestle again as, as we can kind of turn back into more wrestling talk after these first two topics? We're going to have some phenomenally funky fresh trivia and a last call of fantasy booking, I believe. That's what we settled on, if I remember correctly. So, DPP, should we, uh, let's go all out. Do me that flavor, flavor! Then ring the bell. 
Maybe I should start wearing a clock around my neck. I said yeah, clock. Boy. I was about to say, you're going to go full boogeyman and crack it over your head, yeah, too? Yeah, boy! Maybe I'll wear one tomorrow to BCW. I'll wear a clock around my neck. Oh, go. crap. No? Can I wear that one? Should I wear the wear giant the clock. power clock around my neck? <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> Sure, the boys will enjoy that one. Oh man! Oh brother! I have a feeling you're not gonna. I have to buy a lot of people drinks tomorrow. Do you owe people drinks? Have you lost? Well, some bets? I they keep coming on the show, and I'm like, I'll buy you a drink when I see you. Uh, it's at least at least. Well, we had Aesop on. Uh, make sure you tune into uh, Pod is War if you haven't already. Aesop Mitchell made his triumphant return to that podcast, and oh, was it fun? Uh, we had Max Holiday on a few weeks before. I mean, we always talk to Frank. I gotta buy him a soda, I guess. Hopefully, Chucky and Doc don't see me buying drinks for everybody on the podcast. And then there's Stacy, then and Roadhouse and 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 Bruiser, and you know, if all these people are there, DP, I might have to have them call you, and you can put your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Chucky Bates? I can't. Do, I what can't. do you think the demented Jesus. one actually drinks? Uh. Well, uh, Chianti. Chianti? I know what he eats. It's finger food. Yeah, fava, fava beans. You <laughs> <laughs> right. well, stay on the other side ears. of the room. He when told he's me there. that I was safe. He, he told me I just saved my ears and fingers. He yeah. told me that, uh, didn't he? He did. You're safe. You're lucky. If you haven't listened to the preview for the uh, Bruce City Wrestling Reload oh, tomorrow, man. then you got to hear it. Doc Simmons came on. Dude's a goat. He's really awesome in the ring. Chucky Bates is Chucky Chucky Bates. Chucky Bates is literally fucking demented. So, <laughs> all right, let's get into what we got going on here. The news has broken, and if you're listening to this podcast, you're a big wrestling fan, and you already know what's going on. There's been some very, 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 very wrong, oh so wrong behavior. And for a long time now, it seems like. AJ, a lot of names have been implicated. And before you run down the list of the number of names that have come out here, we're talking about sexual assault and rape and things of that nature. And it's bad. And it's really fucking bad. And this is all alleged. And we don't want to say that we're, you know pinpointing any certain behavior on any certain person, but these are the names that are in the news, and this is how we're going to report it. So the names that I've that I've seen and gotten so far that I've uh, gotten on dirt sheets, um, a lot of United Kingdom people, but uh, I'm going to go through them. So David Starr, Joe Coffey, Tyler Bate, Marty Skrull, Will Ospreay and B. Priestley, uh, Jordan Devlin, Travis Banks, Ligero, Jimmy Havoc, Joey Ryan, and uh, our bro uh, that was supposed to be making his debut in Matt Riddle in SmackDown. Uh, that's what I've gotten so far that I've read. There's probably more, but that's, that, that's what we've gotten so far. All right. 
I'm going to give my take real quick, and then I'm going to let DP give his thoughts on this, and AJ, you, you can bring us back home. Mine is very short and to the point. This is, you know, I would gather to say, in my opinion, that a large part of this is going to be true, unfortunately, to a certain degree of the stories. There's always two sides to the story, but my real opinion on this is I'm not surprised. We are talking about a group of people that unfortunately seem to act like frat guys at a party that are too popular for their own good. Things of that nature with no conscience whatsoever. Because the stories that you read are horrific. And if they're even 50% true, it's still something that should not be happening, and it's horrible, and it creates a really bad environment. Now, on the other side, people are going to say, why do these women or whoever put themselves in these situations, some of these situations? That's like saying, why did you cross the busy intersection because you knew there were cars there, even though the walk sign was on? Like, that doesn't make sense to say those kind of things, right? Bottom line, it needs to change. The culture needs to change, very much so. It, 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 it's it's funny because it's not funny, but in funny in the way that comedy is tragedy. That unfortunately, the characters that give us an art form in wrestling are imitating life. Right? Art is imitating life. And am I surprised? I'm not surprised whatsoever. Unfortunately, and that's sad. DP. Yeah, 100% inexcusable, right? I mean, start off start off with that there for me, is that there there is no reason that this needs to happen. Uh, you know, knowing just the, the, the culture, like you said, the way things are, kind of have always been with, with the, you know, wrestling. And, and I know this has been a, the same problems when you watch these documentaries and you watch the way these, the lifestyles of these people that have been happening for decades that nothing has changed in that business in that business which i'm really surprised that it hasn't because things have evolved in in certain ways with the business but yet this culture still exists which is insane to think of and it's it sucks and I, you know i don't know if this is a, a an issue of the fact that these people are on the road you know 300 and some days of the year this is kind of all you know this is your this is your life you don't know anything outside of this little niche part of the business and i don't know if that's a thing that makes it you know because you're hanging around with the boys all the time and you just like you said it's, you know it's like a frat and it's you know it's <laughs> i i hate to say lead by example you know you know you look at the guys that are at the top and it's the same guys that have been doing this for you know 30 40 50 years you know, in, in management and they are still much those same type of characters and it gets trickled down and it, that's something that needs to be changed and, and figured out because it's horrible that this is happening still and they're a hundred percent right to come out, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I do agree that it's, you know, maybe some of them are true. Maybe some of them aren't, um, Know, we we need to hash that out, but the fact that 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 news gets out means, that regardless, something is going on that 
is inexcusable and, and shouldn't be happening in this day and age. And it's absolutely horrific to think about that that happens. And, you know, the, the feeling of safety is just thrown out the window when it comes to things like this. And it's, it sucks for everybody involved. And I hope that we do figure out a way to change this now, you know, now, you know, in this, in this era of things in 2020 that have been going on, you know, add this to the pile that, that cultures need to be fixed and need to be changed. And this is a big one that needs to happen. I mean, I completely agree. I mean, we've heard how many stories from like the eighties and nineties of wrestling with like, Oh yeah, the ring rats, they'll do anything just to be around that wrestler, that star. Not going to talk about certain stories that I have heard. Scott Steiner, but, um, yeah, no, it needs to change. Like, things need to happen. I get everyone's done stupid stuff. Everyone's done stupid stuff in their life. But when you actually have a name and you're going to be heard all the time on a weekly basis, like wrestling, yeah, you have to, like, make sure your reputation is fine. It's, like, nothing can go wrong. You have to look like a saint inside and out or stuff like this is going to happen. Where, you know, oh, you suddenly have a name. And it's like, yeah, but remember when he did this to you? Like, that happens everywhere. Like, some of the names that I said, I really wish that uh, that's completely false. Like, for instance, Marty Scurll, I don't see him doing that at all. But you don't know people outside of the character. Like, you don't know if that's true or not. And that goes for any of them. So... I agree. The culture needs to change. I find it ironic that Joey Ryan's name was put on that, and his current gimmick is hashtag cancel culture. But, um, yeah, it, it, things need to change drastically, and especially when the limelight's on you, it needs to be strict. Not much else to say about this topic from our point of view, except that we support the fact that it's not right and it needs to change. So let's take a quick break here and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more serious business on what's going on in this world and how it recently affected very much so NXT. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield. Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. Angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. The coronavirus has spread itself to the NXT. Apparently, one of the audience members or someone of that stature in NXT, as AJ pulls his shirt up over his face, we can't catch it. Oh, you know, 
Skype is horrible, but it's not that bad that you can catch coronavirus over Skype. There you go. Ring the fucking bell. So, as I make jokes uh, and, and about a topic that is not a joke whatsoever, and it's really affecting everyone around the world continually, and it looks like things could get shut down again, somebody in NXT caught it, and I don't know, what are you guys' thoughts that they've been doing this this whole time? I, I firmly believe they've been testing and taking precautions the entire time. I don't know if they've done as much as they could have done, AJ, but... What did you what did you think first when you heard the news that you're like I was like oh shit they're going fucking everything's going to get shut down oh yeah they're all in the same place right now yeah Ross, I mean, everyone Mac, NXT they're all together sorry mm-hmm. yeah everyone's still in the performance center doing the tapings and in the shows and whatnot and I had the same reaction of oh shit that that's gonna like halt everything or we're just not gonna have people in the audience or or whatever. But do I hope that, you know, they just resolve the entire thing? Because like you said, I'm sure that they do like the swab test or they go the extra mile and do like everyone has to get tested, check, take the medicine, yada, 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 the antibody and all that. But you can only stop it for so long and prevent it for so long. I mean, the mask does help, but that's if you're sick in all honesty, so you don't spread it further. But hopefully this doesn't mean like WWE is going to shut down their stuff or even AEW since they're also in Florida at the moment using the uh, Jacksonville uh, Center. So what do you think, DP? Trip didn't Triple H come out and say they weren't testing? They weren't they weren't testing um, actually because he didn't have confidence uh, in the testing that's available. He he, he said that. So. Why? Why do we believe this is the first time that I, I believe that they're they've had someone who've had who's had this already at some point in the facility? I, I don't believe this is the first instance in my in my opinion because they've had this talent there for so long. They've had a bunch of people in there. I really feel like they've just been kind of ducking the event and not you know until this finally came out that now somebody finally came through out and said they have it and now they're going to get exposed because I feel like this has been going on. I feel, you know, I mean, how could that not happen? How could not one person have gotten this thing in in this amount of time? I feel like that's, that's kind of crazy. That'd be insane. And I I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, now that they're called out on it, what do you do? What, you know, you, do you, do you try and shut things down? Uh, I'd hope not with the shutdown. I'd like, as if, if they actually were tested, just, like the mask does help, or you know, do the whole two, three week quarantine in your own house, and then you can come back, make sure you get tested, and say, "Hey, look, I'm clear of this. It's all negative." But like, even if you have like a cough or a sneeze or anything, just the mask does help, so it doesn't spread. Yeah, but none so, of these guys are gonna wear masks. It's never gonna happen. That's that's gonna be. What part about of the Rey Mysterio? <laughs> <laughs> Mysterio wears a mask. Come on, on the raw, on the, all the wrong parts of his head. <laughs> I mean, this comes a day after you know they have the street profits out there high fiving everybody, you know, going through the the crowd and all this shit, and you know this comes out a day later. It's it's just it's brutal, <laughs> and 
I, like I said, I, I feel like this, I feel like they've already had an outbreak at some point, and this is just finally getting out to the public now. Well, here's the deal. Did this person have symptoms or they've just been doing testing and this person was asymptomatic and tested positive for it? That's the whole thing, right? Like, honestly, I feel like if you have a super strong immune system and you're in shape and whatever, or if you have the right genetics, you can get this and just be a carrier. There's things of that nature. And that's the big problem. It's like, so let's just say, let's just say I've been around people at my job and been out and about and everything else this entire time. I've had zero symptoms of anything. Right. But I have allergies, right? DP. Mm-hmm. So I take medication in the morning and late in the afternoon and at both points in the early afternoon and towards late evening it starts to wear off so if i'm asymptomatic and i sneeze and i just i that you but it's going to get on my hand at some point and i'm going to open the door to the gas station to go pay for my gas and grab a coffee the next person that pulls that handle if they somehow go through everything they're doing and then rub their eye in the car and I had Corona, and they have the wrong genes, now they have Corona. Right. So it's really difficult to stop it when you have people who are asymptomatic that do not get affected by it whatsoever. Right. That's the hard part, right? Because you could have it, and you're fine. Some people it doesn't, it may not affect, and some people it does, you know, and that's, yeah. It doesn't, it just, it depends on who you are. It depends on the person, and... You never know. And that's, I think, part of the problem is this, you know, the facility, They, if they weren't doing testing, which it sounds like they, they weren't, based on what Triple H has been saying, that some of these people could have just been carriers, could have been asymptomatic, could have had it. They weren't necessarily testing. And finally, someone got tested and found out they have it. And now it's a panic when this could have been happening all along and just never, no, nobody got sick enough to the point because all these, for the most part, the people there are, are pretty healthy, pretty in shape guys and girls and might be able to fend it off a little bit better than some other people will. And now that they have more of a crowd out there, more more people showing up, things start happening. Last thoughts on what's going to happen moving forward here with this virus and everything else. I mean, we're talking about it. It sounds like cases are spiking again in major cities because people are getting together irresponsibly and things of that nature. It, it's really about personal accountability, in my opinion. You know, I, I kick the door open whenever I can and go out the out exit and just push it open with my foot just to not touch it. Like, personally, I feel like I, I, I would be asymptomatic, personally, not just because of me personally but i've been i've been i've gone to work and had to deal with like different people up close and things of that nature and touch stuff that everybody else touches now granted my hands are on the brink on the brink of cracking because i sanitize all the time right and i don't rub my face i'm very conscious of it i i was very conscious of that even beforehand let me tell you little little tip for you teenagers out there. The more you touch your face, the more zits you're going to fucking get because your hands have a lot of oil on them and your face doesn't like that. There you go. Oh, my God. What happened so, to your face? 
Looks uh, like a for pizza all those, pie. Just, just for all those high school kids out there that are wondering what the fuck's going on. <laughs> but, and sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. I've been there before. But it's like, be smart about things. Take personal accountability for it. That That's basically <laughs> my last call there on uh, on the COVID. Oh, no. Oh, wait, hang on. Can I help you, sir? Yep. My God, you're greasy. <laughs> well done. Is that when Bart and Homer were collecting the grease with the... Yeah, it was. Yeah, they went to Krusty nice. Burger and tried to take all the grease to, to make money. Like five cents a can. <laughs> Disney Plus has some really good uh, Simpsons shorts that you can't catch anywhere else right now. Um, in addition, you can catch every episode there. AJ? Uh, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. Rona, Rona, go away. I, I Adam really wants to play. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 for a fact, like, before when when I asked two weeks ago, hey, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. I haven't seen my friends in months because they're all they were fearful of everything spreading and they didn't want to get like their parents or loved ones sick or anything like that, which understandable. But it, it's just common sense with everything. Like it, yeah, if you know like you cough a lot or allergies happen, it's like just be mindful. Uh, I know for a fact if I ever have to like sneeze or cough, I just put my shirt over my nose and everything, and it's just down there. So it's not like well, I'm touching right my hands. Right back into you through your nipples. Yeah, basically, you know. Hello. And just just breathe it right back in. But um, it, it's just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was playing. The yeah. part of my nipples was being played by my fingers on my chest. Mm-hmm. It, it, something something invented by Bob. House. DP knows what's going on. Bob Madden invented this. <laughs> the nipple finger but dance. It, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's basically just be mindful of others, especially if you know, like, if someone is has like an autoimmune disease, or they can get sick really easily, or they get something really easily. Just be mindful. Use common sense. Like like Tony said. I've been going, you know, out going shopping for food, you know, just talking to people randomly, and I'm mindful of what happens. It's like I have the, my mask on all the time. It's in my back pocket if I don't have to wear it just in case. So common sense, that's all. Just it's science. And speaking of science, hey. DP, what are hey. your thoughts? Yeah. Scientifically, I would say use your, you know, wear your masks. Use some sanit, use a sanitizer when you can. Wipe down stuff before you touch it if you can. Like when you like talking about going to the grocery store, just wipe down the cart a little bit, you know, with the sanitizer, with the you know, a handy wipe or something. And and wear your mask and yeah, be be conscious of what's going on. If you can avoid going out to things, you know, it's it's best to obviously try to avoid it if you can avoid big gatherings or whatever because you're. Obviously, the less people you're around, the less chance it's going to, you know, spread or anything like that. And you don't know what people's immune systems are like. And, you know, if you can avoid spreading it, you know, avoid it if you can, you know. And, yeah, you know, it's it's starting to get a little crazy, right? I mean, last weekend we had my nieces and nephews came over. I haven't seen them for four or five months. And 
you know, it was a small little family thing, but we, you know, at least got together, you know, but I avoiding seeing my parents because they're a, a lot older in age and both have battled cancer and don't have the immune system that, you know, can handle anything like that. So it's, you know, basically staying away from them for sure. So try to avoid that. But it's, yeah, it's being just conscious of what you're doing, you know, avoid those kind of things and be safe and think about what you're doing before you do it. And, you know, it's the only thing we can do right now is that until this starts to go down. Cause in, in, until then it's just, you know, it's going to be a battle until we can, until we can find a cure or make it go away slowly, but surely. Yeah. I think the end solution, the end game is a vaccine, right? I mean, some point that's where, that's what stopped everything else. So, uh, it's insane. The, the biggest pandemic since influenza in the well, early 20th century. Right. I think about like the Spanish flu and, and things like that. When stuff has come up, you know, it, it, it spikes up, you start to figure out what to do. You, you know, you, you stay away from people and it starts to go down and then you come back out, you know, open things back up and there's going to be another spike. That's, that's what's going to happen when it comes to pandemics because you don't know when it goes away until it goes away or until you can find that cure. Well, well, the, no... problem, the problem with that was you'll never expect the Spanish flu. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I as, expect the as Spanish I... Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm no doctor and I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night, but I know you can get the flu from this and maybe it kills germs too. I'm talking about whiskey. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. That is the music of Whiskey Bent and Hellbound, Max Holiday and Roadhouse from BCW. And I got to tell you, folks, there is probably a 100% chance that I'm going to have at least one shot of whiskey with those two gentlemen tomorrow night. That's all I can say about that. Now let's transfer over into 
something we can have fun with and uh, let, let's enjoy ourselves a little bit here. And I think that everybody needs to remember, you need to find a way to still have fun and hang out with people and interact and socially interact. There's Skype, there's Zoom, there's the phone, there's FaceTime, there's going to your neighbor's house and waving through the window. I don't know. Don't, don't do that unannounced, but find a way to go out and have some fun. It's therapeutically, it's going to help your mental state of mind. That's a little bit of, little bit of advice from the one and only PC Tunney. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Will Christian wrestle again? Like a match, like a legitimate match. Or was that just, I trust Randy Orton. Here's an angle. Although, Edge is hurt. When is he coming back? So what's up? What's up? What's up? Okay. So we said this last time Edge got into a ring and all of a sudden decided to pull out a spear. And we were like, whoa, wait a minute. How the hell is that allowed to be happening? And next thing we know, guess who's back? I I thought he was protected. And they just back. They (laughs) 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 and I know they could do it with some fancy camera angles and the fact you know they can make it look like he wasn't even close to getting hit, but the fact that he's in there and willing to take some kind of bump. Christian the tag team and it does come back mm. all right get to the point Stewie pretty excited I think uh, I think we see a comeback I think we see at least one more match AJ I uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree especially since DP just went too hard in the coup whip <laughs> I said cool whip I, that was me clapping for Andrew. Or AJ, sorry, it's right under your face. Oh! Oh! Man, I, that's like Just a three-episode streak I think I got going. Just one every time. Damn, you'd Daniel. you think 24 years I would stop being called Andrew. You'd think. It's right underneath your face, right here. I'm looking right at your face. Wait, oh, this is Andrew Bland. Andrew. It's easy. I'm just going to call I... you both AB. I mean, that, that works. I don't like it. But uh, do I see Christian coming back? Hopefully. And, I mean, the reason why he retired anyway was because of concussion protocols. I mean, that was the main reason. It wasn't because it was like, oh, he had like the thing like Edge where it was, oh, if he takes one wrong bump, he's paralyzed for life. Or a bump. Or a bump. I, I hope and pray Christian can come back. Especially since it's been how long since he's been in a ring? Five years? Like like five, six years, somewhere around there. Hopefully we see Christian again in a ring. Hopefully with Edge. Maybe singles. Who knows? I'm, I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. Everything crossed. So it's been 20 plus years if I'm thinking about it correctly, where there was a top company in the world that didn't rely on a lar- a decent amount of 40-plus-year-olds. Correct. 
What's, yeah, what's your point? Sounds about right. You want At these what old point guys to get is... out of the way? What what what, what well, point do they what I, point I do they build a new that... star? I understand right now under what's happening and with with you know you can't you get guys over with the crowd right and that comes through on the television and that's like how it's been done for the last thirty years okay and you can't do that right now so I can understand relying on all these names that you don't have to put over and you can easily plug in place for some kind of dollar value whether it's a buy on the network or whatever but when this all ends and it's gonna end always does there's a rainbow after the flood to tell us that things will always get better when the fans come back can we finally focus on the people that are in their prime because that's the last time the business was revolutionary. Can we focus on the people who are in their prime? Yes. But the thing is, even then when we had the ruthless aggression era, the attitude era, we brought people back who were from like the other era that was around. Like we So you missed it then, because I'm talking about ninety seven and ninety eight in WWE. There were no there were no forty pluses doing anything down in there. It was Austin, it was Hart, it was Michaels, it was Take, it was Foley. Right? It was Rock. I mean, granted, you had some sprinkled in there, but the main guys were all in their twenties and thirties. Well yeah. Well, that, that that's not the thing. Like what I'm getting at is with the people that they like put in like the forty and fifty year olds like like they they'll put in Terry Funk for the Mankind angle for Chainsaw Charlie and all that. It was just because, you know, y- you say Terry Funk, that's money. Or for added, or for Ruthless Aggression, you say Hulk Hogan, that's money. He's way past his prime. And I, I said Ruthless Aggression. I'd say you're grasping at straws with Terry Funk there. I'll give, you, I'll give it to you on the other side with Ruthless Aggression, but I'm not talking about that. I'm just stating. You still have a couple of the older guys that come into the the company to give either a rub or to, you know, maybe get that last hurrah. I'll put it to you this way. You're making my point because as you leave that Attitude Era, it starts happening exponentially as you move forward. Yeah. And the, 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 the word you said is money. And that's the problem right now, I think, is that the money isn't coming in as, as well as it was. And people are grasping at straws, trying to figure out what can we do to have some people tune in? Why, why are people tuning out? Well, let's bring back edge. Let's bring back Christian. Let's bring back, you know, all these guys because their name recognition, people of like our age or whatever, you know, know them and be like, Hey, cool. Look, who's going to be on TV. We get to watch this guy go again and, and do something. And that's about, all they can do right now, regardless of the of the you know pandemic that we're in, that was happening before that too. They're they're just you know John Cena and the Taker coming at WrestleMania and all of them because we don't have guys, we don't have stars other than them that are over enough that can carry the show, and that's the problem we have. And I, I hate to say it, and I'm gonna say it, but it's management's fault it's 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 Vince McMahon it starts at the top 
And you watch all these guys that have come up from NXT were huge over, and I know it's a smaller crowd, but have been big in NXT. They come up to Raw or SmackDown, and they don't know what to do with them. And, or, they, or they just don't want to do anything with them. And they don't mm-hmm. give that opportunity, that, and it just they disappear quickly. And they're not getting made into anybody. And that is part of a big problem because we have nobody in this era that is the guy like we normally have in it. In some kind of era, there is always a leader. We don't have that. And I don't see anybody on that horizon that's going to have it. We have some big names. You know, you got AJ Styles, you got Edge, you got Randy Orton. But they're not the guy in this era. And we don't have that. And I don't feel like we're going to have that because of management and the fact that they're not putting some of these guys in the position to become a star and give them that opportunity and push them to help them get over. I mean, is Seth Rollins your your guy this era? Is Roman Reigns the guy? No. Nope. I, they, they don't know how to do it. I, I just feel like they don't know how to do it or they don't want to try. And they're just happy with, you know, being generic with their stories and not doing anything outrageous or not giving these guys the rope to go do something and try and make a name for themselves. I think they're, everybody's stuck in this, I'm going to read my script and here we go. And they're not given that chance to just go out there and create their character. And I, that's what I feel is missing in this era. And it sucks because there's a lot of good talent and they're just not getting, I, I don't know, not getting that, that next level. Just It just doesn't happen. And hopefully this conversation foreshadows what we're going to talk about in Last Call as we uh, go ahead and pick <clears throat> a few guys that we really like in one particular order of another and let you know what we think could really get someone over. So... Great conversation about Christian there, gentlemen. I, I really hope he comes back and has at least more than one more match, but we'll see what happens. I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous to get into the next part of the show. I, last week was different and it felt great, but you know I don't I, I just we'll see what happens this week. Uh, we'll be right back. None other than the violent gentlemen, the fabled ones. Entrance music there. Another shout out to BCW Reload. And big thanks once again to the one and only Aesop Mitchell for coming on Pot is War this week. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thecheshop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshop.com.
gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's that fun little game that we play every week. Phenomenally funky facts. And I gotta say, I was surprised last week. I was very surprised because Tunny came away with the win. Ugh. Breaking the undefeated streak of DP. I had to give him one, right? I had to give him one. Oh, you had to put him over? Yeah, you know. Eventually, you know, you can't bury somebody that quickly. And it's just, you know, I can't, I'm not going to John Cena him. <laughs> Eye roll emoji. Uh... <clears throat> anyway. So we all we all know how the game works. We all know how it uh, how it goes. To wrestling, to wrestling, one whatever I see fit. Could be another wrestling one. Could be video games, sports. Who knows? Other than me. So, DP, you uh, you lost, you, bitch. You, oh, man. I'm, I'm not going to use words. the last word, but you did lose. So you get to pick first. Door number one, door number two, or door number three? I'll take uh, door number one, Pat. <sighs> anyway, it's wrestling one. Surprise, right. surprise. <laughs> so this one Hulk is... Hogan. Can I say the fucking question first? I would prefer if you did. I'm going to take that back. <laughs> we, 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 we have, like, prices right with the one, two, three. We got freaking... Come on. You can't throw, like, random things like Family Feud. How come you don't have a Vanna White? Tell your brother to put on a wig and get over here. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm going to question Kay. you after the show. Wondering God. why you want my brother in a wig. It's the same reason I play that butt chug fucking thing all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Just go ahead. <laughs> Just call. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the wrestling question. Inside Which wrestler inside. has the longest cumulative time spent in the Royal Rumble? The longest cumulative time spent in the Royal Rumble. Mm. Longest cumulative time. Yeah. I think they know the end. Oh, man, that's a tough one. It's two bits between two. Can we play the song twice on this one? You really want to think about it? Well, you, you got yours ready? You ready to fuck me? Goddamn right. Okay. I, had to ch- I, had to ch- I had to choke it up on the last one with no answer. <laughs> that is true. Alright. Okay, I finished. I finished. I That's finished what she said. before the. <laughs> That's what she said. She's, she's like. <laughs> she does. She says that all the time. Anyway, alright. Let's see those answers. Oh, that was my other guess. <laughs> Rey Mysterio, HBK. Shit, it was my one and two. I, I That was I my one and two. HBK. <laughs> Mysterio We're has the wrong. longest reign, uh, longest time in a Royal Rumble. We're both wrong. It's Triple H. Not the cumulative. It's not even Triple H. He's number two. Uh, <sighs> is it Sean? Speaking of number twos. It's Y2J Chris Jericho. Drink oh, it, man. 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 Really? Yep. I wouldn't have guessed Y2J one second. Uh-oh. Damn, that's crazy. Uh, I, I, if I yeah, remember maybe. correctly, I think he's almost at five hours. Triple H just barely got to four. I guess I should have thought about, uh, you know, who's been around for 20 years in each single Royal Rumble. Well, you can't say Kane. 
Kane. Kane. <laughs> I need a little bit of the bubbly anyway. Zero zero PC. One Doherty one two or three. Oh, excuse me. Um, uh, I I don't feel the need to drop a deuce right now. Let's go with the trace. Numero tres. That's not what your mother said last night, Trebek. <laughs> Canadian punts. I'll, I'll take anal bum covers for four hundred, Trebek. It's yeah, you will. I'll take last. I'll take last week's title, the penis mite here. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's not my name. That's it, Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. And and going back to the uh, the first topic, I'll take the rapish for five hundred Trebek. There you go. <laughs> oh, anyway, so it's the mm. other wrestling question. That's bad. No, that was wrong. That was that bad was taste. Yeah. That was wrong. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <sighs> All right, it's the other wrestling question. That is a disgusting act. <laughs> oh no, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so the other wrestling one. Who were the two wrestlers in the very first match on AEW Dynamite? Oh, go to hell. Oh, come on. Can we get a half a point for one? If you can get, if one person can guess one, I'll give them a full point. Uh... If someone has the higher amount. Very first AEW Dynamite match. All right, put yours down. So, so Tony went Cody and Darby. You ready for this? Cody and Darby. <laughs> Cody and Darby. Well, That's, Cody was. This is, the, this is just in a culmination of God the entire it. 233 fucking episodes of this podcast. Uh, everybody's like, they're okay, but they have the same fucking uh, opinion all the time. Oh, brother. So it's Cody versus somebody. It's Cody versus Cody somebody. Versus somebody. Okay, my, I, my other and guess... I was, and, I was worried it, and I was worried it was Darby versus somebody, so I just put Darby to make sure uh, I had... I, did, would you say I knew it was I, Cody. I knew it wasn't those two. I knew it wasn't those two. Yeah. I just wanted at least half the point. I knew it was it's Cody, not and I was going to guess Sean and, Spears, uh, but I know it wasn't Sean Spears. He, no, he was wrestling he later didn't in the come show. on AEW for a while. Was, let's work, that was, let's workshop that was this one. Fast. Let's workshop this one. I think I can get it. It was uh, Cody. It was a singles match, right? It was a singles match. That's yep. why I said the two wrestlers. I, uh, is, it, the, is that wrestler oh, oh. still on the AEW roster? Yes. Yeah, what, DP? MJF. No. Oh. MJF was still in MLW. Was he? Damn it. Right. Yes. Like that, yeah, say that like I should have known. Come on. <laughs> was it Havoc? It was not Havoc. They had that match, though. They, they had a match... But it wasn't on the very first Dynamite. Yeah, because Cody well, opened the, the show. I know Cody I'll, opened I'll the show. Cody's, in saying Cody's a good guy, was it against another good guy? No. Mm. Currently, he is also not, he's still a heel. Is it Sammy it's Guevara? DP got it! It's Sammy Guevara! Ah, the Spanish God. Damn it. Excellent. Excellent. Aye, aye, aye. A young, a young, hopefully, a, a young, uh, oh man, I don't even uh, want to say it. I'm not even going to say it. 
Uh, ho- ho- hopefully, he can. He he will get to the high point. He will be the top star in AEW. I hope so. I'm really enjoying him. Big big uh, big fan of Sammy Guevara. Yeah. So uh, there's only one left. And uh, do I have, do I have zero, zero or, or one to I... one? One to one. One to one. We just got one. I'll, I'll say one to one. I'll say one to one since you both said better. Cody. You had to. You had to put the brains together. I smelled the smoke from Milwaukee all the way to New Jersey. Drop a deuce. So this next one is a video game question. All right, Rick Holmes, let's get it on. So, you dumbass. Since since a winner is you is going on, I I thought it was only fitting. Go watch that on thechairshot.com with our how's it, lovely. How's it going over there, Wink Martindale? <laughs> hey, I'm being nice. I'm 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 plugging playing over here. What's the million dollar Another question, Regis? All right, so this is uh, be a for, for an older game. So, as everyone knows, there were levels in Pac-Man, but what was the highest level you can get in Pac-Man? Oh shit! Yeah. We got a range. <laughs> if you is it whoever close, is it whoever's closer wins? Apparently, sure. We'll we'll throw in another uh, game show. Crisis Rivals, whoever's close without going over wins. Oh, without going over? Without going over? Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I like it. Oh, now no. it's even. Now it's even. Uh... Alright, I'll stick with my original answer. Shit. I with this number for a big reason. 81 That's from close. the That's pretty close. That's shit. 85 from the scientist. And tell, tell us if one of us have won. Otherwise, I have a second guess before you say the actual number. Well, yeah, we could lose if it's in the middle. Or it's, it just everybody loses. If it's then below, I'm... then we lose. We're both over. Oh, yeah. But I, think yeah, we're yeah both, I think we're both yeah, way under. You would below more because you were over more. It's actually below higher, me? so that means DP wins. Woo! He regained his title. It's at 99. It's 116. Do you guys know nothing about coding back in then in video games and whatnot. Oh, uh, no. the high, the highest integer you can go is 255. As soon as you go to 256, which is the highest level, the game breaks. Should have known better. You get the kill screen. I don't. I feel like you uh. didn't see my answer one completely. Yeah, that's the old answer. Back on top. <laughs> I failed miserably at that question, though. I should have known better. Just when you thought that the light would dominate, the darkness creeps back in. Well, DP, <laughs> just like the Patriots, they have to lose to the Dolphins when they're in Miami sometime. But you back on top. You got the you got the title oh, again. Oh, what the hell? That's crap on a stick. You don't insult me like that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Hey, you had the perfect season. Come on, you're still the, you still had the perfect season. You're still the Dolphins. Come on. Never beat a Lions. Thank goodness. Woo. There's always there's always a silver lining. 
It's funny, I, I tweeted out the other day, they were saying uh, you could bring back one person from the past for any sports franchise you are a fan of in their prime to play with the team you have now. And I tweeted it out, and I said, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would love to throw passes to Sterling Sharp. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow, you went that way. Now, I was yeah, going to say Reggie White. Is, well, that would be huge, too. We Obviously, the, defense, the biggest for God's one would sakes. be... If you put Kareem, uh, Kareem at his prime with Giannis, that'd be oh redonk. God. You'd have two seven-foot guys. One brings the ball up and passes the other guy who just fucking skyhooks their dunks on your ass, and they both dunk on your ass. Eh. That's true. That's true. Shit. That's a, that's and, a and then for too. me with the Bucks, I, I, I would love to have A-Train back. Holy fuck. Who? What do you got? You Mike Hilfer? Allstott? Oh, God, that's, that's the best. That's the best you, you don't got. Want to bring back like what what running game shit. do they have? Derek Brooks, one of the greatest linebackers okay. of all time. Derek Brooks run. What the fuck is wrong with you? People are going to listen to this podcast and they're not going to respect you about sports anymore. Considering you want Allstott over Derek Brooks. Not a sports fan, huh? You're just salty because you lost. You think about it and text me on that one tomorrow. I'll get over the loss. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Oh man, we got to get out of here on this. <laughs> I took work done over all side. All right, it's time what? to move on. Go ahead. You can have you can have the last word. Here, here's the thing. We need, uh, well, I say we as an Andrew. We want, need someone to also protect Brady in the back. Slap you. We need someone to protect Brady in the back other than the line. And, you know, you have a big fucking monster. I mean, I would have taken anybody else, but the running game is fucking atrocious. Well, you're just going to throw the ball. DP, it's last call. Let's go. What do you mean? What do I mean? It's the last thing we're going to talk about, and we're each going to pick a topic here. Uh, we're going to we're going to stick with the top two companies because there is no doubt WWE is number one and way ahead by a bunch because uh... under WWE is Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and behind them by a significant margin is AEW, but they're also ahead of everybody else by a significant margin, right? I don't think that's deniable from anybody. So under that umbrella of those four brands, you could say, under two companies, what would be the one thing you could pick among anybody in their own company? Now, WWE got a little more leeway that you could set off a storyline that would help what's going on right now. And I said I would start first so that these guys could take a little time to refine their thoughts as this is something I sprung on them. But I, I would love to see WWE do something with Finn Balor. Finn Balor has the ability with the characters he has, and he has a similar mic set skills to me of Shawn Michaels, where you're just who you are. And that's how Shawn got over on the mic. He wasn't the best 
guy on the mic to tell different stories and come at you from different angles. He was just always who he was, and you believe that, right? However he wanted to portray himself on the mic. And in the ring, I, I hope WWE's gotten back to that point where they can trust Finn Balor with titles because this is a guy who can go into the demon gimmick, who can just be Finn Balor, and he can be the best good guy or the worst bad guy. I don't understand. I, I appreciate the fact that what they did, I think they gave him the ability to go down to NXT and, and be there. I know he was just married and everything of that nature, and it helps that kind of dynamic, et cetera, and to be on a set schedule. Now everybody's on a set schedule. It's time for Finn Balor to be one of the faces of the WWE's company, and he's only going to make the people around him better. Talk about guys that make guys better. He doesn't need to have the title forever. Give it to him for three months and let him put someone else over. And then eight months down the line, give it to him for two months and let him put someone else over. And then a year and a half later, give it for eight months and let him really get someone over. Use Finn Balor before he gets too old to make all that happen. Too old. I love that you said too old because this is where I'm going with it. I'm sticking with WWE as well because I think AEW is still young and I still I think they're doing the right, right things in a way, but they need to get to you know they're still building. So I'm going to stick with WWE, and I'm doing I'm doing the too old thing. We we talked about it a little earlier, right? Here's here's what I'm gonna do, and, I, and there's some guys that I love and some guys I'll miss because of this, but take these guys that have been around for that long, take these over forty year olds. Bye, you're all gone. Sorry, you're gone. We need new stars. We need to build on some of this talent that we have and get them over. We need some new, fresh faces in the main rosters, in the main events, and get the, give these guys a chance to get over and be the next big star. I think we have a lot of guys that are fantastic wrestlers that we're missing out on. Cesaro is the first one that came to my mind of he needs to get into a main main event picture. You know, let's put him him versus Andrade in world title matches would be just fantastic to watch. I would love to watch these guys. The first the other one I thought of was Andrade versus AJ as well, but I know AJ's in the older range so he might be off the list, so can we asterisk AJ and Randy? I might asterisk them. I, I want to. I, I do because uh, I mean, I mean that's fair because they, they can still they don't go. really move like they're forty. Right now, granted, Finn's thirty-eight and Cesaro's thirty-nine, Cesaro's, but continue. Yeah, Cesaro's right on the line, so I let get him there now and get him that chance because he's deserved it, and he's one of the best in-ring wrestlers that you can get. Get him, get him, and Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Get him them up to the main roster because they are just fantastic. Every time I see them, they're awesome to watch. They're just fun talents as a tag team and can really make guys look awesome in the ring. So I would love to see them come up. I want the Undisputed Era to come up. I think their their talents as a group is something that's missing on the main roster. And again, it's doing it right. I think we get rid of. We gotta have like Triple H in, tar- in charge. I, we need to get rid of this current management because they don't know how to push these guys. That's the other part of it. They count as the old fogies. They count too. Get them out of there. And like the only thing I see that could be good is Otis winning that Money in the Bank because that was completely out of nowhere. I hope they don't fuck it up 
and do something stupid with them because that was so cool and it's so neat to see something like that be different and the possibilities are so fun there. Uh, Chad Gable was the other one, you know, get rid of that shorty G gimmick. The guy is ridiculously good in the ring, like Kurt Angle level of good wrestling. They just needed to give him that chance. He looks, he can talk. He's got the, he, he's got everything in, in the package. He's just like, cause he's a little guy, right? And what does Vince McMahon love to do is make fun of the little guys and all that shit. So get rid of that. Get the guys like this in the, in the world title pictures, in the main events, Cesaro, Andrade, the Undisputed Era, you know, just younger, not necessarily younger talent, but wrestling talent that we don't get to see in that main event because we're stuck with these older guys and we're stuck with this, we're still stuck in that I need a big giant as my champion and it never goes away because of people that are in charge. I want to see these kind of guys get that opportunity to get over and become the next star that we haven't gotten yet. Yeah, I completely agree. Like NXT has so much talent. Like there's the undisputed era. Granted, Finn said he wanted to go back there because they didn't really have anything for him on the main roster. Finn's amazing. Uh, you got Keith Lee of all people Ooh. that when he says that he's limitless. He's limitless. There's nothing the man can't do. He can fly. He has power. He is by far one of the best, if not the best, if I'm going to be biased a little bit here, wrestler on NXT. He can do everything. He can talk. He's... For he is limitless. Like, he, he, can, he works the stick, he works the ring, he does everything so well. So you can push him to the main roster. Going back to the Royal Rumble, Lesnar looked at him and went, This is a big motherfucker. He's, he can't, he, I'm a little impressed because he is that good. You don't give so, a guy that opportunity or that spot in the Royal Rumble if you're not going to. If you don't have a plan for him, right? Yeah. And or, maybe they do, but, like, let's capitalize on shit while it's hot. Yeah. But you have Brock Lesnar, who's probably in Vince's ear, practically, with everything. You think it's him, or do you think it's just Heyman? I think, like, I think Brock talks to Paul, and Paul talks to Vince. It's a little column A, little column B, in my mind. Until Until Brock doesn't get what he wants. Yeah, and then the meeting's a little bit different when Brock's in the room. Otherwise, Brock's in the room; he probably doesn't say much. I mean, we never know. There's there's three people that know that, and they're not going to be here to say it. But I, I would say, bottom line, before you continue, is Brock's gotten his way ninety nine percent of the time. I mean, yeah. we call it the the Brock Lesnar Championship forever. That red belt. Yeah, but like, if you my my storyline thing. Keith Lee, he got the bump off of Lesnar in the Royal Rumble. He got Roman with the fist bump with the uh, freaking match that he had at Survivor Series when the NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw. It was amazing. Like, he's getting the proper, like, nod from the big guys. I would love to see Keith Lee be world champion, hopefully 
by either the end of the year or the beginning of the uh, next year, I can see him going that far. Like, he's made the North American Championship a big thing. Like, he's made a name for it. And now with NXT doing whoever wins the North American Championship gets to face Adam Cole for the uh, NXT, it's just stepping up and up more. And who knows, maybe Keith Lee might lose it, go to the main roster, and face either Drew or Braun. Like, without a doubt, he can have a good match with either of those guys. At some point, could you say two belts? You see, it's my main man, Keith Lee. Yeah, who, it, who is he? He's the champ I see. I'm down with that. I mean, Keith Lee is phenomenal. That's that's a that's great booking, in my opinion. But that's always booking by Tony, and and we always know how that goes. It can get outrageous at times. Gentlemen, I hope you had fun with that topic. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's something that you should do as a wrestling fan yourself, and just think about. I, I when I can't fall asleep, I'll be honest with you. Pull back the curtain a little bit. Sometimes when I can't fall asleep and I'm laying in bed. I go, I'll start booking fantasy wrestling stuff in my head. And I'm not trying to rhyme right now, but sometimes instead of counting a sheep, you count a cow. No, that was just a rhyme. But you just, you think about things that could possibly happen in the future. It's fun to think about that kind of stuff. It's fun to have it on the video game, right? I mean, we've done that for years as wrestling fans. So, um,. Yeah, speaking of video games, make sure you check out DP's show, and we're going to get to that shortly. Uh, let's start the plugs. And let's, last thoughts here on the podcast, gentlemen. We went over some very serious topics to start, and all jokes aside, uh, the culture of wrestling and women not being respected is a travesty, 100%. And that needs to change. And, you know, let's hope that... Let's let's get it all out of the way at once because there's a lot of things wrong. There's a lot of things wrong going on. So let's let's cleanse the entire palette if we're going to. And and I agree with that. And I hope people that couldn't find the courage before find it now because it needs to be talked about for a change to happen. So we appreciate you listen to our comments and our concerns, and we 100% support everything that's going on for change in the right direction, whether it be uh, it's Pride Month in June, the Black Lives Matter movement, and it looks like Me Too is is back and stronger than ever because the women have been getting disrespected in, in the wrestling industry. So I want you all you folks to at least read up on what's going on and educate yourselves to be a better human being because – the world needs it. The world needs all of us as individuals to take personal responsibility. I'm PC Tunney. You can find me at PC Tunney, and right there you can find everything that I do. Please listen to at Three Man Weave, trying to get the sports thing going here with my good buddy Christopher Platt and Ray Cash. We're hitting all the sports scenes, and hopefully they're coming back soon. You can always find the DWI podcast, Pod is War. Bandwagon Nerds is going on. I've been a part of that. Uh, AJ. Tell everybody where they can find you and everything NWA that's going on right now that you're writing about. Yep, yeah, you can find me on the Twitter at phenomenal AJB. 
I'm doing the NWA stuff for the ChairShot.com. So every day, uh, NWA actually has something going for them. You have the NWA World Champion Nick Aldis with what's causing all this, talking about. It's I like, like listen, I I like it too. It's actually a cute Nick little. Aldis, who's causing all of this? What's causing all this? Oh man, I like it a lot. There's I'll, a. I'll have to... I'll have to I'll have to check in with the administration. <laughs> but uh, he he has like a bunch of guys on there. The first episode had uh, Tom Latimer and Crimson on there telling old TNA stories. Same with James Storm in the next one telling TNA stories and whatnot. Uh, there's four episodes so far. Tuesdays since they can't record Power because there's you know COVID and all that, so they have a thing called Carnyland. Where everyone's having fun, they're doing their own thing. Carnyland needs a mayor. People can actually vote for that on their Patreon. Uh, actually, next Wednesday. Yeah, I know you guys won't vote. I, I'll vote. I'll you vote. You can be an for... architect, a scientist, and a mayor, DP, if you run. Just add to the oh, collection. Oh, you could. <clears throat> no, sadly, it's the it, it's it's people within NWA and our uh, good friends of the chair Maybe shot. Maybe Tommy. Well, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Our good friend of the chair shot, Thunder Rosa, is going for mayor. So that's me saying. We, su- uh, we support that. We support that. Definitely vote for her. And if not, there's always uh, other champions like Eli Drake. Dummy. Uh, and yeah. Um. Uh, Allison K. A bunch of other people going for it here. And yes, Tony. Uh, speaking of former NWA champions, former NWA women's champion Casey Carlisle will be at Brew City Wrestling Reload tomorrow. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. High uh, five. Very, very nice. High five. High five. Uh, Wednesdays Respect, they have. Respect, yo. Oh, God. All right. Uh, Wednesdays they have inside the NWA. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've inside the NWA where they're, they're they're telling stories, the little historian facts and whatnot. Uh, last episode was everyone's Mount Rushmore of people within the NWA of their top four. Speaking of Mount Rushmores, be sure to tune into Badlands Wrestling Mount Rushmores right there on thechairshot.com. Ring the bell. Funny thing is, I was actually going to say that too. <laughs> you beat me to it. Uh, uh, that's the only thing, only thing I beat you to. Ooh, here we go. I was about to say that was some really weird context. Anyway, Thursdays, speaking of mayoral candidate Eli Drake, he has the Eli Drake show where every, whatever he says goes on and whatever's on his mind, he doesn't care. Let's see if he'll get fired. He always says that in the beginning of every single show. And then Fridays, you have Girl Power where the women of the NWA will talk about a discussion Marty Bell, Allison Kay, Thunder Rosa, all of them are on there. Camille, they'll talk about the a major, major topic that's going on at hand. Check it out on the NWA uh, YouTube channel. Their times vary, so sometimes they'll be on noon. Uh, Carnyland's always going to be at 6.05, just like the old Power episodes. But every day there's something. Go check it out. Twitter handle, real quick. At PhenomenalAJB. 
follow at PhenomenalAJB. DPP, definitely follow Thunderosa and what she's got going on because it's a great follow on the social media, everything that's going on that platform. But everything that's going on on the DPP platform, let me break some news here, and I'm going to play it. Not only was it the highest rated show of the week, but it was the highest rated inaugural episode ever for the Chair Shot Radio Network. And I'm talking about a winner is you. It's already it's already blowing up the airwaves. Look at this. All over the entertainment section of the chairshot.com. The first episode of Winner Is You, it looks like, was a, a huge success. Everybody was very excited and looking forward to the future episodes. Check it out. It's on the Chair Shot. It's on uh, the Chairshot.com entertainment section. Listen to it on your iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check it out on Facebook at A Winner Is You. That's the letter U. A Winner Is You. All over there as well. Not only did we do our first episode, we did our first video game review, done by yours truly, which was just posted earlier today, and the first review I did was for a game I love in the sports world, Super Mega Baseball 3, which is a phenomenal game. If you're at all any type of a baseball fan, it is ridiculously fun to play. It got a 9. Go read why it got a 9 on my rating scale. It's awesome. The Triforce rating scale, that's right. We use a little Triforce. We've got our different sections of uh, discussions and subjects that we talk about for each one. So go through those. It's Why do you want me to go through each one? <laughs> so we rate it on a little bit of a scale from concept and story is one section. Entertainment playability is the other one graphics and sound, and then an overall score. And we rate them in each different category. We write a little paragraph about each different group. We also give you, you know, what systems you can find it on, you know, when the game was released. We put a little trailer in there so you can see some some of the gameplay and everything so you can, you know, decide for yourself what you want to do. But we try and give you all the details of what you can do in the game so that you know what you're expecting or what you're getting into before you before you put your money down and we'll let you know, you know, is it worth it to put your money down or, you know, is it just the drizzling shits and you should stay away? So that's uh yeah, that's what we're doing. We're we're looking forward to doing more video game reviews. Um, you know, we got a couple other guys on the podcast that are gonna do some, so look forward to those and continuing on with our regular podcasts as well drop in on thursdays right now it's every other uh, sorry it drops on fridays we record on thursdays it's going to drop every other week with hopefully very soon going to a weekly show so keep an eye out for that continue to go on the chairshot.com the entertainment section to see more and keep up to date on what's new and what's going on i'm also on the bandwagon nerds podcast as well which is Drops on Tuesdays. We have that still going strong. And that is also on our pages there. You can find it there. We also do reviews of movies, 
Our last one was Blazing Saddles, and we're doing a little bit of a Mel Brooks run. So we're uh, Spaceballs you know, one. I'm coming on that show. Go on, yeah, care. go. I don't care if there's oh, 95 people. Go on, at bandwagon nerds. 95 people on the fucking Spaceballs review. I'm on that one. Go on, go I'm on Twitter back, and vote. At least for Spaceballs. Maybe this Sunday too. I don't know. You might want to tune in for you know oh, the, boy. Uh, the circus. But yeah. anywho, uh, make sure you I go hope vote. you all enjoy. Yeah, but and if you want to follow a winner as you as well, go ahead. on Twitter at it's me DPP. All the uh, winner as you stuff will be on my personal Twitter account. So go follow that at it's me DPP, as well as the chairshot.com to follow more on a winner as you. Thanks for listening to DWI at Three Wan Weave for me. Uh, check out AJ's Carnyland and NWA coverage on thechairshot.com. Everything's on thechairshot.com. And DP, a winner, definitely is you, my friend. And ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D. W. W. My ears. My ear balls. You shouldn't keep your balls in your ears. I'm pretty sure I can hear the dogs from across the street barking from that. Yeah, I'm trying to piss off the neighbors. arm and you could actually put the fingers into different positions you never heard this story before no i haven't actually oh you're gonna love it so i uh hit it up my sleeve to walk in the door so i didn't have to put it in the garbage can and i put the hand in the pocket so i i had a i had my i had the bucks hoodie on and i had my left hand out and my right hand inside and in underneath the hoodie and then i had the left hand out and into the pocket so they didn't ask me to put it into the garbage can. So we went and sat down. No, no, no. Before we sat down, <clears throat> I Before. bring it out of the coat and I put it in my hand. And Cole Cabana's over at an autograph table. And I walk up to him and I go, Cole Cabana, high five. And he goes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. And then Dalton, Dalton Castle and I had a. Interaction in a bathroom once too. Yeah, was that that same night, or no? Was that a different night? I can't remember no, if he was on that show. No, they, they weren't on the same card. All right. Uh, 
it, it, it's kind of like um, Andrew will constantly make fun of me about this, but we went to the uh, New Japan show for Tiger Hattori's last uh, United States match that he was refereeing. Nice. And it was delayed because someone got a prank call about an ambulance not like the ambulance doesn't have to show up for it even though you know you have to have an ambulance present but andrew we were sit down in our seats and he just went hey how about you go get like some drinks or whatever get some food and i'm like yeah sure so i go over to the concession i get like a water and a hot dog and i look over in my like the corner of my eye and i'm like i see a tall ass dude with like a faded red like hairstyle so i walk back i sit back down and i look at andrew and i'm like i think i just saw lance archer and he just goes you you think you saw lance archer he's a big (laughs) motherfucker with a red murder hawk Uh, uh, uh.